Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dumbs Hit Music Station F104, Louise Ty here with you. Until 1 o'clock, I'm now joined on the phone by Janet Devlin. Hello, how are you? Hello, I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Getting very used to this isolation period of time. <laughs> oh, sure. We've got another couple of weeks of this. You remember ah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So you're gearing up to get ready to release your new album and your book. I am. I know, it's been crazy. It's been almost, by the time it comes out now, it'll be almost six years in the making. Wow. Which is mental. Had you yeah. planned to do both together? Um, yes, as soon as I got the idea for the concept of the record, mm-hmm. um, the book became a necessity to explain the concept and the whole meaning behind all the songs and things like that. So it went hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's all fun and games going, yeah, I'm going to write a book. Yeah. And then actually, <laughs> I'm going to write a book. Very, very different things. And because I told so many people about this magic concept, then there obviously came like DJ where I actually had to sit down and start writing and that was an experience in itself like so had you the album fully finished at that point before you started um, writing the book no i i still had about say over half of it left to write yeah. i think the issue was it was i knew all the topics i wanted to cover okay um so i could start the book um so that was handy enough but it meant that because it was a concept record i had to write about four songs for each topic in Fair. the book so I wanted like an up-tempo, a ballad, a middle of the road and a wild card for basically each chapter, each topic. And mm-hmm. um, so I yeah, had to write a lot of songs for yeah. it. But it did mean, yeah, I could sit down and write the book before. So you, your album is obviously confessional and then the book is my confessional. Yes. Is that um, what it was? Behind that, yeah. Yeah, well, like the reason was like, I want people to still be able to relate to the music. So I yeah. kept everything super metaphorical. So it's confessional, the broad terms. Whereas my confessional is actually the law, here are my meanings behind each of these songs and why it's my sins that I'm confessing. I love that because I was listening, I listened through the album and it sounds like an anthem most of it. When you <laughs> an start, anthem? Yeah, like it, it's big. Like the first song, Confessional, is a huge song. It's brilliant. Yeah, like everything in the kitchen sinks in that one because it was like the first song I released, like not like a single, I just yeah. dropped that song straight off the bat and I think what I wanted to do with that was show people like the sonic palette that I was using like the instruments I was going with the kind of vibe and the kind of metaphor so it's like a it's not even a full song it's like half a song but it's more of like an introductory piece to the record yeah it's brilliant and as you say it's very big it's great yeah it's, it's a big 
I wanted this to be like a big marching band, like unapologetic. Yeah. Like, was it important? Know, you can't ignore, yeah. yeah, exactly. You can't ignore a marching band, and I no. wanted this to be like you can't ignore like the, the the album. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and was it important to bring all these instruments into the album? It was whenever, so everything kind of, I, I can't really explain whenever it all started unfolding, but there was one moment where, there wasn't a moment, but there was a, a period of time where I kind of realized that because a lot of the book took place back home, yeah, um, I wanted to pull the instruments from home and put them into the record. So I spent a whole week uh, in Western Studios um, down in Dublin and I got like all these amazing Irish musos in to start playing so that I could like tip the hat to like where I came from because like as a kid I was in Kelly bands and uh, you know on the trad scene and stuff so I wanted my childhood to play a part in the record that talks about my childhood at times. So. You can hear that you can hear the Irishness in it which is brilliant. <laughs> yeah I love yeah, that. Yeah I mean I think as well like I've never been like in all the traveling I've done I've never been in a country that doesn't like traditional Irish music. So Everybody loves it. Yeah, you so, have, you just have to get up and dance, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I figured that like since I've never met anybody who doesn't like it, it's kind of a safe bet as well to like pull in sonically. And when you're writing music, is it something that you pull from inside yourself or is it outside influences? Oh, so this record is quite honestly like mm. the most uh, up my own bot record I've ever done. Everything's about me. It's all about sure, why me. Why not? Why not? <laughs> but I mean, I still try. You know, it's fun to write because the whole yeah. everything had to be based in metaphor so that people could still relate to these things. Yeah. Um, but it would still be inherently really, really personal to myself. So you know, whether I was writing or whether or not I was writing with other people, especially when I was working with other people, it was fun to like invite them into the world and. You know, you'd sit there for maybe half an hour scratching your head over a metaphor going, how can we make this work? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so it was, like, really fun. It felt like a proper little project, you know. Mm. It wasn't just, like, here, I'm going to sit down and write a wee song that I think is really nice, you know. It was a bit more, there was a lot of layers to it, and I, I liked that. I liked the challenge of it. So did any other writers and producers and stuff I was working with. They enjoyed the challenge, too. Which is good, yeah. And when you're writing an album, what is the most important thing to you? Uh, for me, like it, it varies for everybody, but like for me, it's all about honesty because, mm. like I, when I sit down to write, what I like to remind myself of is what would you like to perform? Yes. Because there's been times in my life where like I'm on stage and I'll like maybe do one or two covers, and I'm like, what is it about that cover? or that vibe of that track that I really, really enjoy performing. And, you know, it can sometimes be as simple as, I like that it's upbeat. So, you know, reminding yourself sometimes when you're writing that, you know, you're going to have to perform these one day. And, like, do you have enough up-tempo tracks in this record that you'd have a good time on the road, that you're not just bumming yourself out constantly? Yeah. But also, having the songs on it as well, you know, you're looking forward to playing live because they're really sad and you want to see if you can make anybody cry. Oh dear. <laughs> but I do yeah, love actually. Done, you know? Yeah, you talk about the fun element, and I love actually Big Wide World. That will be a fun one to perform oh live. Oh my I'd say. God, it is like the happiest song I've yeah, ever I written. It. Like, I keep telling people, like, and my inspiration for that was I wanted to write a song that would, in my head, be my attempt at writing the theme tune for Fighting Nemo. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Yeah, because that is like, I wanted to just try and write the happiest song I could because the whole 
the meaning behind that song will, you know, become revealed whenever the book's yeah. out, but it had to be euphoric. And of course it's cheesy and it's like gay in the best way possible. So I'm excited for, yeah, for people to hear that one because even when I sing it, because I'm obviously practicing these songs, like yeah. my housemates die over it. They're like, what is that song? I love that song. It is so happy. It's a great song. It's one that you put on when you're getting ready to go out somewhere or something like that to really <laughs> like pump yourself up. It's brilliant. Yeah, I, I hope so. And I wanted it to sound like, because I, I used to do a lot of running. I ran a lot when I, when I was writing this album. I was like, I want one that would just get me to the end of a run. Yes. Yeah. I think everybody is taking up running at the moment, so that will definitely oh, help geez, them along. The whole country's turned into <laughs> bloody forest. Yeah, we're all, yeah, exactly. We're all going to be super fit by the end of it with all the running that's happening. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only person who's going backwards here because I was uh-huh, in the like, routine of going to the gym seven days a week and now I'm like, exercising? What's that? But your luck. <laughs> Whatever you need to do and all that, you know. <laughs> oh, here, if I want to wake up tomorrow and just have cake for breakfast, you're darn right, I'm going to be having cake for breakfast. Oh, I agree. i totally on board with that one. And I, I I was watching a couple of your YouTube videos and you're actually very honest with people. Is that important to yeah. you? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, like, I obviously talked about alcoholism and stuff on the YouTube channel mm. and things like that. And I think it's something that I learned getting sober and things is like if you're just being honest life is a lot easier yeah um yeah because i never get caught out i mean i have so many awkward moments with people where i literally will stare them dead in the face and go hey when you said that thing it made me feel like this so if you could just like not do that that'd be great um, oh, that's a good feeling isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it's, not, it's, it's i still get anxious about it but like i need to set boundaries i need to do this but the thing is like, when I got sober, I had to look up to, like, Russell Brand and yeah. all these, like, old men who were openly talking about being sober and things. I find that, like, a lot of younger women would say, oh, I have a drinking problem, so I'm only going to drink once a week. Um, mm. And things like that. I never really seen that many people under 30, especially women, who were openly putting their hands up and going, hey, I'm an alcoholic or an addict and I am clean living now because I have to be. Like, yeah. I find it really rare. Um, and I knew that whenever I felt comfortable enough in my own sobriety, I knew that I wanted to come out and share my story because, you know, that story wasn't there when I was looking for it. Yeah, and I think people so, appreciate it as well. Oh, it's been overwhelming, mm. the reaction to that video. Like, I can't even explain the stories I read on a daily basis. I was insane. Um, so I'm glad I did it, you know. Like, But it's funny because I'm used to now, because I've been in recovery now for five years, I'm so used to just talking about my yeah. feelings and just <laughs> being really open. And also all my friends and my family and stuff, like, I tell them everything. I have no shame. Like, it's kind of my thing. I think honesty is almost like my brand. You know? Yeah. But I think when you're honest, it makes other people honest towards you as well. Oh, absolutely mm. like when i whenever i meet strangers like especially people who don't even know what my job is people have this really big thing of just telling me like they're deep dark <laughs> I love that. Like, okay. stand in um, the supermarket queue or something <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea like, it's, it's funny but i like it because yeah. i just feel like the freedom from actually getting with people is something that you know takes work and takes time but whenever you get it and you can actually just accept that you're a person with feelings. Yeah. Things become a lot easier. And I have to ask, as a dog lover, how has been? 
<gasps> Beanie makes me cry. Oh, oh. He's lovely. He's so cute. <laughs> he's like a teeny well, little thing. He's lovely. He's so funny. He got um someone. He's got a fan mailbox. Oh, of course. Like someone sent him a you know one of those little costumes where there's like a little man on top of him. Oh, lovely. <laughs> love that. See, we love our dogs. Yeah, dog lovers are on uh, a whole new league. I think. <laughs> oh God, I know, but like he's he's really sweet. He's actually back home with my parents at the minute. Yeah, he's um, beautiful, and he is just like a little therapy dog, like. Although he's an Italian greyhound, so like you know when people have therapy dogs because they're yeah. sad or you know they need help. No, 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 no. I'm like I'm his therapy person. You know, <laughs> I'm there to help him. And his oh, he's very cute though. And anyone who hasn't seen it need to check out your YouTube video. He's very cute. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the new single "Away with the Fairies." Oh, thank you. Yes. So this one is. It's the first time I've actually told people, yeah, the meaning behind the song. Okay. Um, the whole meaning behind the song was, you know, my drinking days. The fun okay. times, like most yeah. of the fun times. But, uh, yeah, definitely a bit like... So if you listened to it and you didn't know what it was about, it does just sound like somebody who is, yeah, away with the fairies. It's like mm-hmm. a little journey into this magic world and magic land. And, you know, sonically, like, it, it sounds fairytale-esque. That's, that was what, that's what I was going for. But, mm-hmm. again, I wanted to... You know, the chapter in the book is all about my drinking, so it starts off with the good bits and then quickly proceeds to me being passed out to in King's Cross and Packer Station, getting picked up by the police on my way to a red carpet. You know, it's, you get the whole journey. <laughs> you get the whole journey, mm. and it's—I love the song though. It's like I can't really explain it, but like just the fun of writing songs like this way was amazing. So like. Th- uh, into black being like into black stuff into the Guinness like every like most lines in the song are like double entendres for drinking mm-hmm. but you know two sheets of the wind all that kind of stuff yeah. so it was really really fun to write <laughs> and you know we had a lovely harp player who came in in Dublin oh, she that. added that mm. like magic element in there so yeah so it's it's gone down really well um, it's a song that I didn't really get interesting <laughs> the bat, I was like I hear the song, like I just, I wrote it and then everyone else seemed to really, really like it. So who am I to stand in the way of a song? This is it. I think once you release songs into the world, they do kind of go and grow their own wings as such. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I didn't expect the feedback I got from it. So it's been lovely so far. And the video looked like great fun, actually. Oh, God. Yeah. As adults, we need to have more excuses to dress up. Hundred I agree. The amount of crack you have when you're in costume is yeah. unbelievable. But it's always there's always that group of people who aren't willing yes. to like commit, and you're like, come on, you, you might as well go the whole hog, like, like. <laughs> yeah, why not? Like, you're uh, life is hard enough as it is without yeah. you like not wanting to dress up. I agree. I know. Get over that ego. Like, <laughs> so tell us like about. I know what type of old person you're going to be. Well, well this is it. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And your next stage at show is April the thirtieth, isn't it? Yes. Um, there are online gigs, uh, which mm-hmm. I know sounds crazy, but uh, as somebody who's been doing them for six years, I can vouch that they're super fun yeah and lots uh, of people are doing the virtual gig thing now but you did it way before that <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm just such a trendsetter you know <laughs> <laughs> sure why not yeah, I, think, 
uh, for me, like, I was well aware that, like, um, you know, a lot of people who follow me relate to a lot of, like, the issues I've been through and a yeah. lot of things I've been open about. And, you know, if you even look back to the X Factor edition, I was very shy. Um, but I was I was at that point where, like, I couldn't really go out much. Like, I was petrified of people. So I find that, you know, a lot of people aren't in the blessed position that most of us are where they can just go to gigs. Yeah. You know, there are people who have, like, mental health conditions or, you know, actual um, ailments that stop them from actually going to gigs. Um, I find that this is, like, such a lovely way to bring these people. Like, they're not missing out. Like, obviously, like, a live show and an online show are very different things. But the fact that, like, you know, if they're a fan of mine, they still get to see me play live. Yeah, which is brilliant. Because, because of that. So I think I would love, I would love, 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 love for more artists to do it because... Yeah. You know, even myself, like, I have to admit that I'm a million times better than what I was back in the day with, like, my anxieties and panic attacks, all that kind of stuff. But there are times where, like, I want to go see that person live, but when the day comes around, it's not my day. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't make it. I would love to know that there were alternative ways to watch my favorite artists and things like that. Um, and also... Like, sometimes I don't want to get dressed, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I still want to enjoy live music. This um, is the thing, and we're all getting used to it at the moment, so... <laughs> it might... Oh, Jesus, trousers? Who is she? I don't know. <laughs> like, if I'm not walking around in my knickers, I don't know what day it is. Like. That's on the 30th, and then your album and the book come out on June the 5th. Yes, both are dropping on the same day, yes. Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much for chatting to me today. No, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. No worries. And we're going to play away with the fairies. Would you like to introduce it? Amazing. Hi, I'm Janet Devlin, and this is my song, Away with the Fairies. FM 104, Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.